a week ago we came together and we celebrated Christ's resurrection. And it was a glorious celebration. Now comes the hard part. We must actually live the resurrection. You knew that, right? Honestly, there are days when it's preferable to just stay in bed. There are days that it's preferable just to pull the covers over our head and and close out the world. Some days it seems easier and more convenient and even, even safer to lock the doors of our homes and avoid the circumstances and the people of our lives. Because, let's be honest, in hiding, we don't have to deal with reality. If we want to deal with reality, we'll watch the Kardashians. Every time, however, we shut the doors of our life, our mind, our heart, we imprison ourselves. Every time. For every person, event, or idea we lock out, regardless of the reason, we lock ourselves in. That is what has happened to the disciples in today's gospel lesson. The gospel lesson begins on Easter evening, the first day. The day they saw the empty tomb. The first day when Mary Magdalene announced, I have seen the Lord. The very first Easter sermon. I have seen the Lord. And where are the disciples on that first Easter day? Gathered in a house with the doors locked, living in fear. A week later, they're in the same place. Same house, same walls, same doors, same locks. Nothing has changed in their lives. Nothing. Jesus' tomb is open and empty, but the disciples' house is closed and the doors are locked tight. In truth, the house has become their tomb. Ironic, isn't it? Jesus is out of the tomb on the loose, showing up at random places, and the disciples are in a tomb. You see, the disciples have separated themselves and their lives from the reality of Jesus' resurrection. Their doors of faith have been closed. They have shut their eyes to the reality that life is now different. They have locked out Mary Magdalene's words of faith and hope and and love. They left the empty tomb of Jesus and entered their own tombs of fear and doubt and blindness. Their locked doors have become the great stone entombing their lives in darkness. And the doors of our tombs are always locked from the inside. Always. This is their reality. And it's been one week since the resurrection. I wonder, one week after Easter... Is your life different? Where are you living? In the freedom and the joy of resurrection or behind locked doors? And if your life isn't different after Easter, 
What are the locked doors that you're hiding behind? Of course, in today's gospel, the house, the doors, the locks, um, it's far more than a physical house. It's far more than physical walls and doors and locks. What is being described is the interior condition of the disciples' lives. The locked places of our lives are always more about what is going on inside of us than what is happening around us. I wonder, what are the closed doors of your life? What keeps you in the tomb? Why do you prefer darkness to light? Maybe like the disciples, it is fear. Maybe it's questions, disbeliefs, the conditions that you place upon your faith. Perhaps it's sorrow and loss. Maybe your wounds are so deep it doesn't seem worth the risk to step outside. For others, it just may be anger and resentment at life's circumstances. While others just seem unwilling, unable to embrace new possibilities, new ideas, change. Here's the thing. And I know this from personal experience. Jesus is always entering the locked places of our lives. Always. He is always showing up uninvited, unwanted, and and certainly unexpected. In 2001, as I was preparing to graduate with my master's degree in in English and start my doctorate the following fall in, in women's studies, he shows up uninvited, unwanted, and I ran from him. I ran, and he chased me down. He wore me down to the point that here we are today. Unexpected, uninvited, and certainly unwanted. He steps right into our tombs, shines a light in the darkness, and says, peace be with you. And in that moment, with four simple words, he breathes new life upon us, reshaping our lives for a new beginning. Of course, he doesn't unlock and open the doors for us. You have to do that yourself. Yet he does give us all we need so that we might unlock and open the doors so that we might roll back the stone and leave our tomb, so that we might know new life, new creation, a new way of of being. And honestly, that is happening all the time in, in life, in your life, in my life, in the life of this church. Every week as a community, we provide ID and birth certificate vouchers to those who have no identity. Christ stands among those people saying, peace be with you. Breathing life into what looks hopeless. Every month as a community, we feed more than 400 individuals through our brown bag lunch ministry. The boundaries of race, economics, gender, education, and language 
fall away. They fall away as we gather to prepare and provide a meal for the stranger who hungers. And in offering that meal, in in the midst of feeding the least and the last, Christ enters in saying, Peace be with you. Your life matters, and you do not stand alone. Earlier this week, a couple in the church um, lost a beloved pet. And grief certainly has weighed upon their hearts, weighs upon their hearts still. And Jesus stands in the midst of their loss and of their sorrow and says, peace be with you. And his breath has and his breath will carry them through the day and the day after and the day after until their grief gives way to healing, to loving memory, and new meaning. Peace be with you. Regardless of the circumstances of our lives, Jesus shows up bringing peace, offering peace, embodying peace. Life and peace are resurrection realities. They do not necessarily change the circumstances of our life, and of our world. The hungry will still need to be fed. The marginalized will still need a safe haven to know that they matter. And our loved ones will still die. However, the life and peace of Jesus' resurrection enables us to meet and live through those circumstances. He gives us his peace, his breath, his life. And then he invites us into the world invites us out of our tombs, out of the darkness, into the light. What we must decide is will we accept the invitation. Peace be with you. Amen.